All right, Johnny. We need a stick. We do. <laughs> You'd be poking me in the eye with it. <laughs> All right. Well, here we are again. Welcome to Two Beards in the Bible. I'm John Swaino. I'm Dave Tenney. And we are on the farm today at Dave's house. Yep. If you hear some chickens in the background, then then so be it. That, that it's, uh, it's comforting. It's it a is. comforting it sound is. in the background. <laughs> it isn't as comforting at like 4.30 in the morning when they're crowing. <laughs> but hey... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so last time we talked, we left off speaking about Jairus' daughter and uh, the invalid woman who had touched the hem of Jesus' garment and, and that, that entire uh, uh, account. And uh, we're going to pick up today uh, in Matthew 9, starting at verse 27, where uh, Jesus heals a blind man. Uh, I think he heals two blind men. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess I'll volunteer to read. Okay. And then we'll, we'll make you read the next section. Okay. So Matthew 9, starting at verse 27, says, When Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly warned them, saying, See that no one knows it. But when they had departed, they spread the news about him in all that country. As they went out, behold, they brought to him a man mute and demon-possessed. And when the demon was cast out, the mute spoke, and the multitudes marveled, saying, It was never seen like this in Israel. But the Pharisees said he cast out demons by the ruler of the demons." Well, it looks like we got two different events here to have, and you got these two blind men mm -hmm. that were healed, so they can't see, and this other man cannot speak. Right. My wife, I think, sometimes wishes that was me. <laughs> <laughs> we, we all have those close family members oh, that yes. we wish were mute for a day or two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just hope it's not you, you know, right? Right. What's, I think, okay, so we go back to these two blind men and... The first thing I notice is they they call him son of David, and uh, they must have known something about him. Mm -hmm. I mean, why why would they, why else would they have called him that? Right, and and uh, you know it's a it's a humbling thing that they're doing too. You know that that they're asking for this for this person to heal them. You know, I think uh, a lot of times that um, that, that we, we as, as human beings we get puffed up and think we can handle a situation and they understood that they couldn't and and yes they 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 obviously had heard of Christ and yeah. heard of who he was and um and 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 humbled themselves and asked yeah this is still early in Jesus's ministry mm -hmm. but i think you know there are, there are people that 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 are seeing that that he this 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 man Jesus may be the Christ Mm -hmm. And uh, you know they're calling they're calling him they they understand the lineage where mm -hmm. he's supposed to come from and uh, you know they're seeing that whole thing yeah and uh, you know even when you when you see among how how the the powers that be at that time kind of rejected Christ mm -hmm. and even if we think back to the last episode about uh, you know Jairus you know he was a kind of a a big deal yeah and, and he. And, and his need for Christ 
and what Christ could do overpowered or usurped his high place, yeah. and his pride. And and that's the same thing we see here with the blind man. And and that's where we all have to get, you know, when we, we have to we have to need yeah, we have, have to realize to, that we need Christ. Right. I think you had mentioned uh, in the last episode about, you know, sometimes people need to get to the to the bottom mm-hmm. in their lives before they're ready to uh, right. to move forward. And I know, I, I mean, that's, that was pretty much where I was at, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I wasn't quite at the bottom. Right. <laughs> but, but you have to get to a place, and it's the same thing. And, and maybe we mentioned this before, if, if we repeat ourselves, uh, forgive us. But um, you know, it's the same thing with someone who's maybe struggling with alcoholism. You've got to first understand you've got a problem. Yeah. And then you can tackle it. And, and it's the same thing in our spiritual lives. You know, if we, if we think we've got, we've got it handled, yeah. and we think that we can take care of things, uh, then, then we're mistaken. Yeah, I, we need to get to that place. Oh yeah, I I've talked about this before that you know I used to smoke, and that was a hard thing to quit doing, but it was like I, I finally realized it was all in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, after right. after like a month, I think the like nicotine part is done, but mm-hmm. the part that's in your head, oh my gosh, it, it was hard to get over it. Yeah, all of the issues of our life, they come from our head, don't they? <laughs> they do, <laughs> and, and, and the. And the, the, the remedy for that offered to us through the scriptures and through Christ is also in our, in our head, so to speak. Yeah. It, it's it's in, our, in our consciousness and our understanding and our, our uh, ability to be humble and understand the need for, for yeah. Christ and his word. Just like quitting anything that we have, that we're doing that's against the will of God, you know, we've got to make a decision to do that. Mm-hmm. Until, you're, until you make that decision... You might as well just forget about it. Right. And and this, uh, you know, what, what does Jesus ask these before he heals them? I find this interesting. He says, do you believe that I am able to... He didn't say, do you believe that I'm Jesus? Right. He said, do you believe I'm able to do this? Mm-hmm. I, I find that just kind of interesting. He wasn't... You don't believe... They did He didn't ask him. You know, do you believe that I'm the Christ and all these things? Mm-hmm. He just said, "Hey, do you, do you think I can do this?" Right, <laughs> right. And, and and you know, we we see that over and over in the scriptures, where our faith comes in. Mm-hmm. Our faith is what. And, and how do we gain faith? You know, faith comes by hearing, hearing yep. by the word of God. Yep. And you know, at this time, you know, I believe that's was, what Romans ten seventeen. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and is, uh, at this time, of course, you know, they didn't have uh, the entire written word that we have. You know, Christ, uh, the, the New Testament was not a thing yet. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so, it was in the future. Right. And uh, so, so yes, you know, these people hearing the things that they had about Christ, uh, they increased in their faith of him. And, and, uh, and yeah, so he pins it down on their faith. And one of the things that that I'm reminded of is I, I'm reminded of like these these faith healers today. Yeah, and you and, and I've seen that in person to where they turn it around and they say, well, it's because you don't believe, you know, yeah. that they can't heal. You know, and, and that 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 sort of brings me around to this. But the difference is, is that Christ Christ healed them and they were they were whole. Yes, at that moment, and and it wasn't that. They, their belief was the thing that was going to heal them. 
it was still Jesus that was going to believe him. That yeah. was going to heal them. Yeah. But the belief was something that that he asked about, which kind of points to their heart. Yeah. Uh, he does say there, he says, according to your faith, let it be to you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think they're, in this instance, their their belief had something to do with it. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess that, that shows their heart. Right, but, right. But Jesus didn't need them to believe to do it. Right, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. And, and that's where, that, that's where with the, there, there's the deviation, one of the many deviations between this situation and... And what we see of people today that say that they can heal. Yeah. You know, that's a whole other story into itself. So just, and, and I don't know if this is the first time because I, I, I'm not sure what we've studied before at this point, but <laughs> Jesus tells him, he says, see that no one knows about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he must have been, it seems like he wanted to work uh, kind of undercover. Yeah. Well, if you think of, you know, you think of the... Uh, he had stuff to do yet. Yeah. And and if he was constantly bombarded with people chasing him around, and as we as we get we'll get into it later on uh, in later episodes, one of the things that people were following him around for was because he was feeding them. Yeah. He was feeding yeah. them, you know, physical food. And uh and that's they were they were like using him as a meal ticket. They thought there was a free lunch. Right. Right, but there and, is no free and, lunch. And it wasn't. Right? It wasn't that they had, you know, that they were even had faith. They were just. They were just. Hey, I, this guy's this, feeding me. Yeah, this, he's feeding this me. Filled me up. That felt yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this will just continue on forever. Right. Yeah. So, of course, they don't tell do what what uh you know Jesus told them. They they spread the news about him, and I guess it's understandable. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody does something so it's hard. You know, from our perspective, perhaps we're like, if Jesus told me to do something, I'd do it. Yeah. You know, and so maybe we can be a little bit hard on them in our minds, you know, but imagine the joy that they had. Oh, yeah, absolutely. People that were healed and uh, wanting to tell everybody, you know, we get excited about all sorts of things. Oh, yeah. We can't wait to tell our friends about yeah. it, you know. <laughs> So they they spread they spread the news throughout the gospel. So now we've got this the second account of this mute man starting in verse thirty two, uh, and somebody brought him this guy who was a mute and demon possessed. Mm-hmm. So that's not good, you know. Demon possession is not a thing anymore, right? You know, although it seems you know you see some of the things that people do. Um, I believe I'm trying to think. There was some anniversary surrounding Jeffrey Dahmer, I think, recently. Oh. And, uh, you know, you would think you see that guy's a lot. No, it wasn't. I, I watched this uh, I watched this YouTube video called a Weird, uh, It's a Weird History. You ever watch that? I, I think I have a time or two, yeah. They have these uh, ones where it's like a timeline, and it like goes through all the news events in a year. Okay. And it, what it was was they just did 1992. Oh, Finally, a year I can really remember. <laughs> anyways, uh, anyways, the whole Jeffrey Dahmer. But you think about some of the evil things that man did, and you would think that guy was demon-possessed to do this. Right. Yeah, and we see people that certainly act act as such. Yeah. And, people, and some people actually enjoy pretending that they are. You know? Yeah. I mean, let's think of, you know, Halloween. 
for one thing. But then, you know, when you go on beyond that, um, th there are those that I know people that I'm pretty certain believe that they're witches. Yeah, I've you met know? a few of those. Right. And so there is some kind of mystique with yeah. these things of Satan. Yeah. <laughs> and, yep. and and people people tend to try to emulate that. And yeah. that doesn't make sense in to me in my mind. Yeah. Uh, it, but I guess yeah. now, you're going to follow something. Yeah, when you see somebody doing something horrific now, it's just basically it's sin. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody's really gotten deep into to horrible sin in their life and uh you know it's not it, necessarily it come, demon possession and it just, comes down to maybe a, a seared conscience yeah you know not not allowing if, if we continue to delve into things that are not according to god we become kind of hardened yeah to those things and then before you know it our conscience is seared oh yeah and and it doesn't it doesn't hurt anymore to do those yeah. things. And there's a lot of people that, for whatever one reason or another, whether it was the situation they were born into, the family they grew up with, the things that happened to them when they were younger, those can all work together to oh, yeah. sear to, to, someone's conscience. So Jesus casts out this demon, mm -hmm. and this man who is mute begins to speak, and the crowds are just, they can't believe it. Right. They'd never seen anything like this before. What did mm -hmm. the Pharisees do? Uh, they weren't happy. <laughs> this is this is an example of where somebody <laughs> blasphemes the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you know, uh, right. In the Bible, it talks about you know that that's the one sin that won't be forgiven. Mm -hmm. And here, the Pharisees say he casts out demons. By the ruler of the they they attributed the work of Jesus to the work of Satan, right? And that yeah, that's uh, the Son of God is sitting in front of them, and yet, yeah, you know, it's like denying the sun hangs in the sky. Yeah, it's it's just uh, everybody else is marveling, but right. they're they're like <laughs> talk, talk about seared conscience. Oh yeah, you know Absolutely. they 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 were beyond feeling. Yeah. All right, what's our next section here, buddy? Well, uh, Matthew 13, 50, verses 54 through 58. 54 through 58. And uh, this is Jesus visiting Nazareth and being rejected by his own, by his own people. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Starting in verse 54, did you say? Yes. Yep. Uh, I'm going to start on 53. Okay. It says, now it came to pass... When Jesus had finished these parables, that he departed from there. And when he had come to his own country, which is Nazareth, he taught them in the synagogue so that they were astonished and said, Where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works? Is this not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary? And his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? And his sisters, are they not all with us? Where then did this man get all these things? So they were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his own country and in his own house. Now he did not do mighty works. He did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Yeah, right. And, and uh, 
when we think about think about that, you know, why didn't he stay and do more mighty works? <sighs> I mean, why why throw pearls before swine? Right. You know, it, it's uh, and and this idea of not being accepted by your own countrymen, by the people that know you the best, which obviously, you know, Christ being who he is and being that he was perfect, he had to have a good a, a good reputation. Yeah. But that goes to show you just how hard it is, how hard it is to uh, uh, to overcome what people think in their heads. Yeah, try to try to convert your own family. Right. And sometimes that's more it's more impossible it, than anybody else. It, it's the hardest thing. Yeah. It really truly is. Besides maybe, you know, you're a your immediate family, if you catch them young, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's uh, they're, they're the hardest people to talk to. Yeah, absolutely. He he goes. Uh, I guess here's you know, they say, is this not the carpenter's son? And, you know, kind of tells us you know what what Jesus's earthly father Joseph did, mm-hmm. and I'm sure Jesus living there for thirty years of his life. Um, that's what he did. Jesus was a carpenter as well. Right. Makes maybe, me feel good. Right. Yeah. Right. And 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 there's you know there's that still to this day there's that uh, stigma against those that uh, it's I think disappearing a little but yeah. there's a stigma against working with your hands. Yeah. In this world and and I think there are some that are waking up to the idea that you know we we can't survive without. These people that work with their hands. It's a good thing. It's... We we can't all be coders, right? <laughs> right. 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 Yeah, you we... can't eat code. <laughs> right. Someone's got to be the farmer. Someone's got to be the electrician. Yep. The plumber. The auto know, mechanic, whatever. All those things that we that we enjoy in modern society. Yeah. You know, they, they, they have to be put there by somebody. And there again. Christ came and was put in that place of being in, in a, uh, I don't want to say lower class, but a, a normal, common. normal, yeah. common, everyday family. And, and yet you still have those detractors that are a bit, were around him that, that kind of look down and say, well, nothing good can, and it's even yeah, said of him, yes. nothing good can come from Nazareth. Yeah, that's a little podunk place. Right. Nothing good coming out of there. Right. I mean, growing up in Barberton, I've heard that before. You know. <laughs> oh, I bet. Well, anybody who's anybody would know that at least good chicken comes out of our right, 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 right. Yeah. The best. We just went down to Georgia, and uh, you know how I like to eat. Mm. <laughs> well, we went. I had I sampled some uh, southern fried chicken, and I tell you what, it's good. Uh huh. But it don't hold a can of a barbecue chicken. <laughs> right. That's just me. Yeah. Um, the next thing I notice in here is that Jesus has these brothers. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that there are some, uh, I, I believe the Catholic Church teaches that uh, Mary had no other children except for Jesus. Okay. But how could he have brothers and sisters if that were true? Right. You know, so I think that's just a good, a good scriptural reference that Jesus had. It said it's not his mother called Mary and his brothers and he names them mm-hmm. and his sisters aren't they all here right so right 
All of these people are astonished. They, they've known Jesus since he was a kid. They know his whole family. And now here he is trying to be this, uh, you know, this super, you know, big to do guy. And they're not going to have any of that. Right. And there is there's always some of that. The jealousy. Yeah. You know, that that, uh, that people wouldn't allow uh, someone from from their place to in their minds, you know, yeah. is doing better than them. And, or, you know, the hardest thing to ever do is to try to tell someone that they're wrong. Yeah. That's almost never taken well, you <laughs> yeah. know, in, in the world. I mean, as Christians, we, we ought to be able to take that criticism and make a change in our lives. Yeah. Yep. When, when our, in our, as brethren, we should be willing to make those statements and, and, tell our brethren, you know, hey, I think you're a little off on this. You need yeah. to, you need to. Those are hard conversations that. to have. They are. Yeah. I mean. Right. You know, they're hard conversations to, if somebody comes to you. Right. And I've, I've had that happen personally to me. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm looking back on it. I'm like, okay, that, that was a good thing. Yeah. You know, it's it got me straightened a, back out. It's a thankful thing that, that our yeah. brethren care about us and are able to do that. Yeah. You know, after after sermons, you know, I'll have uh, uh, more than once I've had someone come to me and say, hey, you know, I don't think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, 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 and it's been a good thing. It's been one that yeah. is, it was a, a building up time. Yeah. You know, I look back at it and say, okay, you know what? I probably shouldn't have used that, that word in that yeah. way. And, and thank you. You know, and that is hard. And and if you, I've often said that, you know, from the time that I was young, you know, that my first job was mowing, mowing lawns for the neighbor ladies. And hey, me and, too. And yeah, and and so I kind of worked on my own there. Yep. And then as I got a little older, I, you know, got to work at a driving school, but they turned me loose and let me go out and teach kids how to drive. I didn't have anybody directly over yeah. me. And then I owned a driving school. And so I, I'm kind of uh, said to think to myself that I'm kind of ruined for like a regular job, <laughs> because, <laughs> but but I you know I, I could I'd have to work at it to be to be a subordinate of someone directly. It's not easy to be told do this do that, right? You know, especially if you if you've been not been in that situation. And I think a lot of a lot of the people that we're talking about here they they're used to. Jesus and his brothers and his family were down here. We're up here. Yeah, and, and now here he is. That he says, uh, he says, where then did this man get all these things? Right. And they were offended at him. So and, these things that he was saying are not something that that you would expect out of. Yeah. Uh, out of a carpenter's son. Right. Yeah. 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 So Jesus talks about this of a prophet not being uh, with honor in his own. And of course, you could see that. You know. Mm-hmm. In your own life, you know, I think that's why a lot of times people move, mm-hmm. you know, they move away from their hometown just because, right. you know, they can kind of start fresh somewhere else. Right. And uh, everybody doesn't know the thing that they did in high school or the nickname they had or whatever. Right. You know. Yeah, you can. And, you know, Christ being Christ, like I said, he, he had to have, we, we just have to come to the conclusion that he had to have had the best possible uh example that he set as a child oh yeah and uh and as a young man uh so there's we know that there's not any 
not anything in Any his negative, past that, yeah. that he would need to be hiding from, but it's just the simple fact that people that you are closest to, you know, it, it's hard for them to believe that, that, yeah. uh, that, that you have anything more than, you know, as far as knowledge or anything yeah. than they have. Yeah, exactly. It's pride. Exactly. It, yeah, it's pride. it is pride. And he says he didn't do many might, but he obviously did some mighty works. Mm-hmm. He did some things, right? But you know, I've but he kind of didn't do a whole lot, and he left. Right. All right. So what's our next? I think we got we got we probably got enough time to do one more. Zone. We're at twenty four minutes. Okay. We don't like going too long because you know we know that listening to us may make your ears tired. <laughs> <laughs> But if you're on YouTube, you have to look at us. Yeah, and that's even worse. 25 minutes is probably enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matthew 9. Okay. Back starting, to Matthew 9. Starting at verse 35 and then through the first... Well, it, it kind of splits us up here. Let, let, let's read uh, 9.35... Through 38, through the end of the chapter? Through 10.1. Oh, 10.1, okay. Yeah, and then we'll we'll move on with 10.5 and 11.1. In the next episode. Cool. Yeah. So uh, Matthew 9 at verse 35 says, Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary and scattered like sheep, having no shepherd. Then he said to the disciples, to his disciples, The harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of this harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. And when he had called his twelve disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. Okay. So Jesus, he leaves Nazareth mm -hmm. and he goes out into all these different cities and villages and he's teaching in different places and preaching and he's talking about the kingdom, mm -hmm. right? The kingdom that hadn't been established yet. Right. But it was it was at what? It was at hand, at right? Hand. <laughs> <laughs> the kingdom was at hand. And uh, he's healing different people. And uh, and he makes this big statement about mm -hmm. the, the harvest, harvest being plentiful. Is that right. still true today? Yes, it is. Yes. It may not seem like it sometimes in our where we live, yeah. But uh, but yes, and then the you know I, I'm encouraged. This is maybe one of the few good things about social media is that you can see, and I'm friends with preachers in other countries and so on, and and I can see that there are people in places that that uh, are in a very desperate place, and they are seeking the Lord and they're being obedient to the gospel. The harvest is truly plenty and there are people right here uh, in the United States that are also desperate and in need of that of that rock, that foundation, yeah. that hope. You know, especially coming out of uh, coming out of 2020 with uh, the covid yeah. and everything. There's all kinds of need for hope. And so the, there are people there there are the the harvest is plentiful, uh, but as we look, the same thing is still true today. The workers are few. Yeah, I think part of the problem was you know in in modern society is 
you know, people, uh, there's a lot of people who just are not spiritually minded. Right. And, uh, you know, we've talked about this before, but, you know, you know there's nothing you're going to, there's no job you're going to get or, or thing you're going to buy that's ever going to bring happiness. At least happiness is going to last for more than a, a short period of time to your life. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. There's no right. thing in this world that's going to do that. Or person. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, it's like teenagers when they fall in love and they think, mm-hmm. oh man, this is, you know, they have this, uh, uh, I don't know what you call it, this uh, romantic idea of how things are, right. but you know, it doesn't last forever. Right. You know, that, that, that feeling goes away after, and then you're back with, okay. Yeah. You know. Even, you know, even our wives can tell you that, you know, give us enough time and we'll, we'll disappoint them one way. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> So, you know, any any human being, you know, given enough time, uh, will fall short. Yeah. And and the idea is is that you know, through you know through spiritual things, through through setting your mind on spiritual things rather than material things, yeah. you'll actually find. I don't know if you'll find happiness, but you'll find contentment. Yeah. And that's really better, way better than happiness. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, to be happy with what you have. Yeah. yeah, 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 and 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 you know, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I with no matter what you do, you know, I washed the cars the other day, and I'm just the truck know, too. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's still got a load in the back of it. Oh, okay. But uh, but no, I you know washed the cars. It's a beautiful day, and uh, so I washed the cars. But you know. In a couple of days, it'll rain and 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 it's going to be messy again. Yeah. So, you know that uh, any no matter what, it, it, all the things that you buy, the houses that we buy and build, they fall apart. They do. And they uh, do. You know, it's there's there's nothing permanent except the Lord. Yeah. And if we are, if we, if we're if we got our minds right, that's where yeah. we're going to be. What we're going to be concentrating on. Yeah. And we're going to be, you're going to be way happier doing that. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and as the scriptures tell us that it, this peace that passes all understanding. Yeah. And, and that's true. I mean, that it, the more that, that I study and read and I'm, you know, not trying to put myself on, up on a pedestal, but just honestly, I think you probably can, can echo this, that the more you look into the scriptures and the more that you study and read and the more your faith grows, the more peace you have and the less you worry about yeah, if a meteorite comes down and it is what it is, up, then yeah, <laughs> right. To live I, as Christ to die as gain. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but <laughs> I do say this quite often. Uh, I'll say, "Well, I'm ready to die right now." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I don't mean that in a morbid way, but I mean it's just like, yeah, it's yeah. That's not one of my things I dwell on. Yeah, I've heard know? some. I've heard some brethren say, "Lord, come quickly." Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's it, you know, life is hard. The longer that we're here, the harder we have to work at at maintaining our faith, yeah. and 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 not slipping into the into the sticky traps of sin. Yep. And so, well, John, I guess we'll, we better wrap we'll stop this talking. up. <laughs> so, thank you for joining in with us today. We're going to kind of pick up uh, kind of in that same place probably next time and just talk a little bit further about uh, about this. Uh, the 12 being instructed to go out into that harvest that was so plentiful. So uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining in and tell your friends about us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) Take care.